0: This is a podcast by The Straits Times.
1: Welcome to A Game of Two Halves, a sport podcast by The Straits Times. I'm David Lee and today we will talk about the Suzuki Cup and the FINA Diving Grand Prix in each half. My guests are Assistant Sports Editor Rohit Bridgnath, Sports Correspondent Sazali Abdulaziz and Sports Reporter Nicole Chia. Hi guys. Hi Dave. Hello. Hey, good to be here. Yep, so let's get down to it. Football's not coming home, as far as the Lions and the Suzuki Cup are concerned. After Singapore lost three 0 in Thailand in their final Group B game on Sunday, finishing third behind Thailand and the Philippines, Singapore have now failed to qualify for the semi-finals in three consecutive tournaments. Um, so, what went wrong there, Sazali?
2: Well, I think you know this um, tournament showed that you know heart, grit and uh, passion uh, can can only get you so far. Mm. You know the the team sort of. Um, Rediscovered the joy of, of you know playing. You know the players started ap- expressing themselves better. There was real harmony in the camp. Uh, but when you know we faced uh, a team like Thailand, who were uh, you know are miles ahead of us, uh, even without their their star players uh, and a couple of surprise exclusions, you know the the Gulf in standard showed.
1: Yeah, I, I think you know few expected us to get a result in Thailand. But uh, what do you think about the Philippines game? You know we we started with the same formation and lineup as the team that did so well and beat Indonesia one 0 but we couldn't even get a draw. Do do you think something went wrong there in terms of tactics or...
2: Yeah, well, I mean, I guess, uh, you know, at the end of the the tournament, when when it's post-mortem time, you know, you tend to try and pick out, you know, oh, this moment or that moment or this match or that match. But I guess, you know, I mean, at the end of the day, um, you know, it's, it's a tournament, you win some, you lose some. You know, in, t- in 20, 2014 and 2016 as well, uh, you know, 2014, we were uh, literally a minute away from, uh, you know, from, from going to the yeah. semi-final and then that, that, that uh, stoppage time penalty. And in 2016, we were in the semi-finals for 30 minutes until Indonesia took the lead. Um, you know, so, I mean, it, 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 it doesn't make for good reading, uh, but I don't think we should overanalyze things. You know, I've I've I even, uh, you know, seen online people calling Hasan Sani a jinx. You know, because he's been our number yeah, that's one, ridiculous. which is ridiculous. Yeah. yeah, exactly. You know, it's it, that's that's the kind of thing. You know, pe- people tend to, um, you know, be so desperate to 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 pinpoint somebody yeah, to blame or, or something. To, code, to, yeah, yeah, exactly. A escape scapegoat. I I and I don't think uh, it's necessary. You know, some some people have said, uh, we've restored uh, restored some dignity. You know, restored some pride. You know, by getting two wins and stuff like that. You know, not so much, I guess, because you know, we at the end of the day, we still haven't reached the semifinals. But um, it, it was nice to see you know the boys play with a bit of more freedom than
1: you know we've seen in the last two, three, four years. Yeah. Any other bright sparks in the team? Youngsters, maybe?
2: Yeah. I think I think uh, the standout performers. Uh, um, in terms of at least, you know, debutants uh, shining were, were the right back Zukanen and, and uh, the striker Iksan. I think it was quite a gutsy move by, by Fandi. I mean, you know, people say it's nepotism or whatever he's playing his son. But, you know, he Iksan delivered at least in, in against Timo Leste and he led the line well in other games. Uh, obviously, he that fantastic bicycle kick against Timo, Timo Leste. Mm. And, um, you know, it, w- it was gutsy because he had Cairo Amri at his disposal. But he, he still chose to uh, blood um, you know, Iksan in uh, in, a, in a senior tournament And I think it bodes well for the future
1: Right, Rohit, you've watched a lot of sport, obviously What does the emergence of a young striker like Iksan Do for the national team? Not just for the national team But also for a country that seems to have Lost its love for football in recent years
0: Yeah, I think it's great I mean, I, I, I was really excited by Iksan And I think that's what a young player does I think he brings energy And I think Teams need heroes. I think if you want to bring people to come and watch sport, you need somebody to stand out. You need a hero. So, you know, this guy is ambitious. He does fantastic things. What's he going to do in the next match? And I think that gets young people excited as well. I think what it also does is obviously puts pressure on the young player, but I don't think that's a bad thing. I mean, there's that old saying by Billie Jean King that pressure is a privilege. I mean, mm. you know, it's nice to have expectation on you. So I think it's probably good for Iksan. That's fine. I mean, he's not going to be brilliant every time, but you need somebody to pull people. Now, even I'm excited. You know, I don't watch, watch them all the time, but now even I want to go
1: and watch and see what is this kid mm. going to do. Right. So, uh, Sus. Where do the Lions go from here? I hear that you know the Football Association of Singapore are on the lookout for a new national coach. Uh, how do you think Fundy has done? Where do the Lions go from here?
2: Well, I think if you ask the, the players, I think the majority of them would want him to stay on as, as national team coach. Like I said, you know they've um, rediscovered Know the, the freedom of, of expressing themselves on the field. You know, Gabriel Kwok, you, you mentioned in your, your column the other day, you know, is a prime example of that. Uh, but you know, I think his focus in 2019, um, you know, for, f- for fundies, obviously the sea yeah. games in the Philippines and also the um, Olympic qualifiers, which I think are, are come before the sea right. games. So, uh, you know, he's been working with the under 23 team for, for the last you know, three years. This, uh, 2019 will be the third year. Right. And I don't think it's fair for Fundy and also for the under-23 team, uh, you know, for, for, for FAS to suddenly put another coach in place to lead them for for the qualifiers and, and the SEA Games. Um, and, you know, maybe maybe this time for, for Fundy to sort of take a take a step back, uh, focus on the under-23s and, and you know, let um, another coach take charge for, for the
1: time being. Now, if you're enjoying this episode of A Game of Two Halves so far, do subscribe to us on Apple's podcast app or on Google Podcasts, or even on Spotify. Do like it and give us a rating. Back to our show, we now move on to the FINA Diving Grand Prix, which took place over the last weekend at the OCBC Aquatic Centre. So Singapore won two goals. Nicole, how did, ha- how did that happen?
3: I think a large part of it can be attributed to the new coach, uh, mm. Lee Peng. He's from China, but he coached the Great Britain team before joining Singapore. So, I think one big thing that he's done is he's changed the way the divers approach competitions. So, that can be from small things like correcting their vocabulary. So, when they say things like, I want to fight it out at this competition, he tells them, no, I don't like your use of that phrase because diving is not a sport in which you can fight things out mm. like rugby. So, in diving, you have to do it calmly, steadily. And, you know, he feels that's the biggest part of their transformation at the Fira Diving Grand Prix.
1: With the Sea Games coming up next year, uh, what can we expect from Team Singapore's divers?
3: I think we can expect to see them narrow the gap with Malaysia, who are the strongest country in this region for diving. So when they say they want to narrow the gap, what they mean is they want to give Malaysia pressure and let Malaysia feel that there's a strong competitor in diving.
2: If I could just jump in here, I, I think it's quite amazing that uh, you know Malaysia are, are so far ahead um, you know, in terms of in the region, not, not just ahead of us uh, in, in diving. I, I covered archery as well at the, at the weekend and, and uh, you know, the archers were, were telling me that, you know, Malaysia and Philippines, you know, in the region, they're they are way ahead of everyone else. Uh, I think fencing as well, we've covered Vietnamese are world class. I find it quite amazing that, you know, in, in the region, that the gap, you know, can be so so mm. so vast. I think one of the interesting things which actually links
0: the football and the diving, it tells you the importance of coaches, I mean, mm-hmm. Fundy, definitely, you know, you guys have been writing, you know, for, for weeks that, you know, he's, you know, he's injected some enthusiasm and vigor and, mm-hmm. in, into the team. And I think this uh, Chinese coach has, you know, changed, you know, the dive. these guys have been diving for a long time, but he's done something to them. So I think um, as, as, as a football team looks for a new coach, it's one of the things to look for. You've got to get the right fit and the right person to get people going because it's like, it's not a magic formula, but it's amazing what the right coach can do to a team.
3: Yeah, I think what the divers have told me also is that he focuses on a lot of the small details, so things like their form going into the water and, you know, in in their takeoff. So what his philosophy is, is that even if mid-dive, you feel your takeoff wasn't steady, it doesn't mean that your landing has to be that way also. You can still adjust it because in in competition, in each dive, you're awarded points. So just because you mess up your takeoff doesn't mean the whole dive is gone.
1: And on that note, there's the final whistle, bringing to a close this episode of A Game of Two Halves, Thanks, Rohit, Saz, and Nicole.
2: Thanks, Yif. Bye.
1: Thanks, man. So if you enjoyed this episode, do subscribe to A Game of Two Halves on Apple's Podcast app, on Google Podcasts, or even on Spotify. Do like it or give us a rating. That
2: was an SPH podcast. Find us on iTunes, Google Podcasts, and streaming on Google Home. Do send your feedback to podcast at sph.com.sg. You can also check out more podcasts on various topics at straightstimes.com and bt.sg.